uh, I went on maternity leave and there was the review of your performance appraisal, right? It's a C. And I'm like, hey, but I thought I did this, 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 this before I went on maternity leave. So I called the reporting officer and I said, hey, can I have a chat with you? And said, what happened? To which her reply was, oh, you went on maternity leave. Huh? And time and time again, it keeps happening. Mm. And time and time again, I'm being told it's normal everywhere also like that. That needs to stop. Some budgets of sorts needs to enforce that this is not right behaviour. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Singapore's total fertility rate has once again been pushed into parliamentary discussion and it has been elevated into an economic imperative today. So I'm very happy to be joined with entrepreneur, mother of many, caretaker of a whole kampong and Singapore's batik beacon, Onyata Effendi. Oh, thank you. Yeah, very <laughs> What good, a description. La. Very atas, right? <laughs> yes, <Batik> yes. beacon. <laughs> very atas, you know, it, it's my first time doing such a Beautiful set, no? Oh, yeah, thank you. It's, Welcome it's, to the little space that I have. It is, it is. It's lovely, it's lovely. Wow, so I think today we have a lot of things to discuss. We huh? do. <laughs> I drink my tea first. Yes, la. please go for it. Before yes, we yes. spill the tea. I eh? know, I know. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of weight on our shoulders. Mm. This is a special that we're doing with Rice Media mm. um, around the budget. So there's a lot to be discussed within the budget, I know. But before we begin, I... Eh? So I must first establish why you can talk about the yeah, budget. Why right? Me, right? Why, yeah. why, right? So how Singaporean are you like? Oh you know? my yeah. goodness. How Singaporean <laughs> yes. am I? Mm. Well, I was born in Singapore. Mm-hmm. I work with Batik, but that's a regional lens that I wear. I am a mother of five, as you would have read. Yeah, I know, I know. Very stressed. I read the I read. You bio, read my bio, like, you like, shake head. Like, is this for real, kids right? today? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Indonesian last week asked me, is this even legal? <laughs> You want to share the story? Yeah, can yes, yes, please, please. So I, I told her I have five kids and she said she has three. So I went up a bit and I said, I have five. And then she said, is it even legal? And I looked at her and I said, excuse me. And she says, I thought there was a stop at two policy. And then I looked at her and said, oh, but that policy is dead together with Lee Kuan Yew. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then she just gave me this look. It's like, like, but like, stop at two long time ago already. Yeah, We're talking yeah. you. Stop already, that thing stop Correct. already. We have this birth rate issue yeah. that we're facing right now. Mm-hmm. And we have a baby bonus that's been ongoing, right? Do you claim all of them? <laughs> well, yes. I mean, it goes into the account, but all used already. Lah, because uh. in truth, you think it's a lot of money, but the expenses for having a kid is a lot more than what is in the account, right? Mm. The reality, the cash is this amount, and then the other amount is a dollar for dollar thing. So if you don't have a dollar to match up, then that money's just going to sit there yeah. until you match it up. So you don't agree with that? If you give, I take. But if you ask me <laughs> you enough give, or also not, take. correct. Yes, yes. But if you ask me enough or not, not enough. Okay. Why? Mm. Why? Within your experience? Within my experience, okay. So where the baby bonus is concerned and where budgets in the past have, uh, have been, right? The focus has always been with the younger kids. Yes? So preschool, they look at how you can use the CDA to support preschool and so on and so forth. And I have, once upon a time, preschoolers. They're both now in primary school. So the age of my kids are, ready? <laughs> 8, 10, 15, 17, 19. Wow. So it's a range. 
Okay. So preschool and all that, right? So the monies that go into a very expensive preschool where the kids had gone. But now that they enter primary school, the challenges are different, right? And then I have three teenagers and the challenges in raising teens is hair raising. <laughs> right? It's really hair raising. The reality is this. The kids live in a world that is a very frightening place. Mm. If it's frightening for us on many days, can you imagine what a teenager goes through? Mm. And therefore, when you look at cases of mental health, of suicide, of overdose, of all sorts of things, right? They're real. And they're only real when it hits your household. Mm. And I say this from a very personal space. And then what happens? So I'm not going to go into a whole emotional, uh, you know, I mean, um, you, you can outburst. if you... No, no yes. need. The reality is this. When you're faced with that, you have to bring the child to a hospital. And that's when you realize healthcare is expensive. Healthcare is inefficient. Healthcare can also be very lacking of heart. So that's where I think the challenges are in having to raise the slightly older children in the here and now. Mm. And then, of course, in my case, you managed, you said just now, I have a kampong. Too. Yeah, a whole kampong. A whole kampong, right? Yeah. And you probably know that already because on top of the five kids that I have, <laughs> I also have three elderly in the house. Mm, so my mom, mm. my dad, and recently my mom-in-law. And the caregiver's role in Singapore, nobody puts it on us, but we're not allowed to see anything much because it looks like it's a complaint. Mm. And especially if it's our parents, we cannot be know, lamenting and complaining because you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. And the reality is, the old folks are not that difficult, yeah? So once in a while, you get a bit tired when one makes these demands and mother-in-law is like that. No issue. But again, it's going back into the institution to send them for checkups and all that. And then the same cycle of healthcare is inefficient. Healthcare is expensive. A healthcare is a long wait before father gets an MRI. Mm. Unless you're in the private side. Mm, yeah. yeah. So these are the struggles which I now ask, how can budget help? Mm. So you throw the question back to me. I throw to you. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it, right? And to be clear, I mean, recently we did an episode around like filial piety. Uh, that was like so contentious, you know, like people were just attacking it from another side. So, oh yeah, you're not filial, blah, blah. But actually, I just want to say we are quite filial one now, broadly. Correct. We just want to air our views because I think our views are not heard. Okay, but on, on this topic of budget, right? Which is essentially, I think you went on quite a spiel on like your concerns. Mm. So what, what would you hope? You know, okay. yeah, for this so, budget because budget haven't come out. Haven't huh? come yes, out. Haven't come out. And yes. we are hearing, right? There's something for working mothers. My first question is this: What is your definition of working mothers? Because for me, the stay-at-home mother is working far harder than I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Or any mother in a bank or in a school. It's a great place for them. They, it's a choice. However. We don't realise that they too are working and at a salary that is uh, questionable, at benefits like when they are sick, are they taken care of? Mm. You know, so I hope that when the budget is rolled out, it is not just exclusive for those that report to a boss. So I hope that is addressed. Mm -hmm. That's my first wish. Whatever benefits, my friends who are at home taking care of the kids will benefit. Mm. My other concern was, well, I'm hoping that the budget is able to see the realities of what it means to be a mother in the here now. In my case, for example, right, I have kids across the board, the young primary schooler. Then, of course, there are the parents with preschoolers, but that's so-called managed with all those preschool uh, incentives and all that, right? That the teenagers, what sort of support are we getting in the case of mental health, which I said, it's an issue. It's a huge, huge issue. And it hits you uh, like a rock because you would think that you're functional. There is no apparent uh, deficiency kind of thing, you know, like a more, or a malfunctioning of sorts. And then your kid is not too okay. So the support of uh, finances is one thing. 
I think uh, systems need to change in the way they accept kids in the hospital, for example. Monies aside, yes, are there means in which we can be comfortable enough to know we will be supported if the child has to be admitted for a mental health issue. Money aside, mindsets as well. Schools. I've had to face one incident in which the child was discharged from hospital on a Saturday. And on Sunday, I got a long, lengthy email from a teacher that says, is uh, so-and-so coming to school this week? I understand she's been away for one week because there are three tests next week. And if she doesn't come, then it's not ideal. Uh, what is ideal is my daughter is alive. Yeah. What sort of monies are we looking at in order to support mind shifts or, or you know, paradigm shifts for that matter in the way we see things, in the way we support each other, in the way we realise that a mother shoulders the burden of caregiving for things. So even if you shoved that amount of money to support, yes, I take, but can it also follow through with the way we see things, the way we communicate, the way we talk to each other about these very fragile or very sensitive and intricate issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fair, fair. Okay, so I, I get it, right? Like stay-at-home moms, you know, they're not as supported in, in that sense, right? But, mm. but you say that, okay, you know, stay-at-home moms are doing more. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so... How are they doing more and how do, how do they, do they need more support? Like what are we looking oh, at? Oh yes. I mean, look, the stay-at-home mother wakes up far earlier than I do, right? Because they don't have the helper to go and get the breakfast ready. They, well, some working mums don't have the helper either, but they're getting up to set things for the, the family. The child is sick. They had head off straight to pick the kid up. They're doing the marketing, the cooking. And then some of us, uh, some of the stay-at-home mothers are doing the home-based businesses in order to stay afloat. So as I mentioned earlier, whatever support that the government is giving to working mums, that needs to also extend itself to the stay-at-home mums. Could it be tax relief, for example, for stay-at-home mums? Could it be benefits uh, where cash payouts are concerned, where mums are receiving and for whatever reason, because the problems that a stay-at-home mother faces where caregiving for the children or uh, elderly is the same problem that the working mother is facing. It's the same. and But because they don't have the kind of benefits that a working mum gets in terms of a monthly salary, a CPF, Medisafe, and so on and so forth, everything you go and go and do yourself, right? It, I feel that that is that group of working mums that are working a lot harder simply because they're not getting the kind of benefits a mother, in, for example, in an organisation would be getting. They need to be looked at. And I hope that part of the budget looks at these women. Mm. Are, there, are there specifics? As I said, tax relief, yeah. cash payouts, whatever it is that they're giving in order to, I wouldn't even say recognize the work that they do, right? Because like I have five kids. Yeah, you because know, I, I don't think mothers are in this to be recognized. It's a real problem, real but at least ease them a little mm. with some support. I mean, look, wasn't it that article that day that there was milk that was being stolen from a supermarket? Oh. Yeah, there was that article that there was milk formula that was being stolen from supermarkets. What really? is the what is the root cause of this? Look, young mothers may not have enough money for that. I'm not saying that it's all right to steal milk powder. That's a different discussion. That's a different yes. discussion. But if you go to the root cause of it, why? You think fun uh, to come to a supermarket and just steal milk fun? No. I don't think these people are lawless. They're desperate. Yeah. So what kind of support can we look at? Can we look at this and see beyond enforcement, beyond legal uh, stealing, blah, 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 but to look at the social cause of this, what's causing this to happen. Mm. So that is a good example to see 
where the needs are based on what's happening on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of times when we talk about like family, mm. or like motherhood, um, we don't really talk about the dad. And I think that is a, a big part, a big part Huge. that is like, it's like a gap. You know, it's like you, you want people to set up family. You know, we want to essentially have more like higher fertility rate, right? In, in that sense. But, Dads are like scattered, you know. So, oh yeah, okay, la, not bad. La, I give you some. Yeah, also, and then what? Know, three so. days paternity leave, right? <laughs> so that leave issue is also quite a sore point, lah. Because I've been with an institution before all my life, twenty-one years. I've been working with uh, an organisation. Only in the past three years, I've been able to roll around in my policies, right? Mm-hmm. You sick, you stay home. Staff <laughs> cannot come in. It's okay, you know. No need to show me MC, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pandemic has taught us that. Yes. But the reality is this: these leave issues is something that I hope gets parked in somewhere. Uh, that three days paternity or maybe now a bit more lah. I might be a bit behind. I think now can transfer also. Can transfer. Like, is it? Like, Some company like can. Oh, okay, okay. Some company can. Mm. And then uh, caregiving leave for mm. the old folks, right? Because we're not only just caring for the young ones. So you have childcare. And then some organisations like the one that I had was family care. So that one, like, not for the children, but for the family. But then my head, like, children also family, right? So <laughs> maybe can interuse this sort of leave. Lah. But the number of days, I think if I were back in an institution right now with the kind of caregiving I'm giving to two plus one elderly, the number of hospital checkups I have to go to and not be at work, my contract sure not renewed. Mm. Sure. Do people face that kind of... Oh, absolutely. I think that was one of the reasons why I left because of uh, unjust practices. And you see, again, I go back to mindsets. You can give a budget for that, but is there a budget to enforce better practices? Do you mm. see what I mean? For example, uh, I went on maternity leave uh, once when I had kid number... F- <laughs> see what I mean? Four or five. But these are what uh, a, a working mother has yes, in terms yes. of her benefits. And then uh, I came back and there was the review of your performance appraisal, right? So mm. PA always gives me an anxiety kind of like, see, I say PA and you're going like, is that thing, is that time of the year again? Perform, uh, yes. Correct. So performance <laughs> what, review. Right? Correct. How is your performance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I knew I had, and had done enough to reach a, a pretty decent grade. A's are very difficult to get in the civil service. Huh? A is like you talk of the notch, best of the curve kind of thing, very curvy. Huh? <laughs> you average maybe B, la, but I cannot go below that, la, mm. right? For me, because high achiever, la, that yeah, cannot, yeah. La, right? And then I see that it's a it's a C. And I'm like, hey, but I thought I did this, 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 this before I went on maternity leave. So I called the reporting officer and I said, hey, can I have a chat with you? And say what happened? To which her reply was, oh, you went on maternity leave. So I thought it was just me in a space that is just unfortunate. But when I started speaking to other women about this, this is common practice. And when I do share it with other women, they have said, oh, it's very common. That's not legal. To be able to say, hey, you went on leave. And then I said, and it was maternity leave. And she says, yeah, but someone has to cover for your job. But that's part of your job. Yeah, but if you don't do your job, she says, we have to cover and we should be getting a higher grade. But... To me, that doesn't make sense. And here the government is saying, you know, do part, your part of national service, women, you know, raise, the, service, no? yeah, raise the, the birth rates. Yeah. And we I'm doing more. my part, right? Yes, I was yes. doing you my have, part. I'd like to think I yes, was. Yes. Although I don't need to wear a badge for that or get a national day medal for that. Uh, but, but you got an interview for that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, so yes, great. Good stuff. <laughs> but, but then that the, the, the practices of not being able to see beyond what a woman can do and more. And that having children is something that hinders you from productivity, something that then inconveniences someone else to do her work. But that needs to shift. And time and time again, it keeps happening. Mm. And time and time again, I'm being told it's normal everywhere also like that. That needs to stop. Some budgets of sorts 
needs to enforce that this is not right behavior. Mm, mm. Yeah. Fair, fair. So it cannot just be more money, you know, in bonus, more money in healthcare, or more money in. I mean, yeah. those are great, lah. Of right? course. Yeah, those are great. It's you give, I take, lah. Yeah, that's important, lah. Important, lah. <laughs> la. Everybody wants more in the causes that they care for, right? And especially in the day-to-day life that we live, you know. But yeah, it's it's a lot more on essentially a lot of these kind of operational realities yeah. that needs to change, yeah. right? So then. What is your take on this then? Is is this whole like total fertility or like birth rate kind of thing? Is it a social issue or is it like an economic kind of phenomenon? I think it's a bit of both. Like I said, the world that we're in right now, is, it's, it's very, very different. I think our ambitions and our aspirations have shifted. There is a very strong drive to be achieving other things in life that would make you successful. Money is important. I'm not saying this, oh, I'm having children, I don't care how much money, money is very, very important. And because expenses are expensive, I mean, expenses are high in Singapore, I think it deters our parents from having more children. That's the reality. It is expensive because the truth of it is this look, look when you go to school and the kid's struggling you think remedial is going to do the job no tuition teacher is how many tuition teacher you need you know and and you know and that's, that's, and, whole that's crew. and that's the life of a kid it's so sad right when we used to be running around at playgrounds and still hey, do no, well no, in school no, no, oh you're we, different generation no, we, yeah? don't, you're don't, tuition already yes I, I'm, tuition the, already. I'm the tuition bunch yeah. oh my god yes, yes, yes. so I came from that run around the playground yeah, yeah. play with and, and I, not ex- I not draw line for draw line you know just, just want to, want to yeah, be clear correct. no 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 I understand I from the generation where play play with your neighbours because your neighbours is Ahong and and Mutu and all together you know that is what it is this is Kampong it's not that you better do better than Achong you better it's no it wasn't that it never was that why is it now right Mm -hmm. so I think that has shifted so much within a very short period of time because Mm -hmm. between you and me is how many years only right yeah 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 yeah. five years only five years only (laughs) But that's that's sad, right? It's sad. Uh And we can't run away from that because that's the reality. Time. How much time do we have? Everybody has 24 hours. But then that time, what are we doing? Got time or not for children? Mm. Even a mother with five now, such as I, struggles. And when we do have time for children, got time for yourself or not? Yeah. So that's why I run to my... I'm very fortunate. I have my lovely sanctuary of this batik space. I drop the kids off. I come back just to decompress. But otherwise, the idea of not having time for yourself. And the younger people want that time for themselves. Raising kids is expensive. It is time consuming. It's extremely frightening, especially when they hear the realities of what the children these days are up to. Then don't need lah. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. And that's a very privileged position, right? To have your own space, yes. you know, be your own little boss. It's like, yeah, today I'm not feeling well. Sorry, I'm going to take Close a week shop. off. Yeah, mm. you know, like, you guys continue. We're going to take a break. If not, eh, let's all go for a trip or something, right? But most people are, are not there. No. Most people are not there, right? So then if someone wants to be like you, mm. right, in that sense, yeah, they want to have a big family and still have a... Uh, successful career mm. in that sense you know what, what would you tell them I'd, I'd ask them to redefine what success means la. correct <laughs> uh, because for me my heart is full mm. my heart is full when I'm able oh, to very cheesy all, la. it's not cheesy <laughs> la. my heart is very full because am I missing the bigger paycheck that I had as a senior lecturer no I'm not but different wait so you are making more last time then now, um, as a small as, business as owner. As a small business, your monies uh, shifts according to how well your business does. It's, it's rolling. Uh, on days that you're very good, then your bank account is very good. On days you are holding on to your chair like a roller coaster ride, then you don't go and buy that tea. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that $3.10 tea that gives yeah. you the boost, you tell yourself you need to push in a bit more work before you treat yourself. So there will be some really down days. So I won't say that business is great. I am such a successful entrepreneur. No, <laughs> it's a lot of work too. Yeah. But 
in shifting that lens to see what makes your heart full, then you see things differently. La. So mm. for me, I like to have the children that I have. I mean, it comes with its challenges. It's a bit painful. Just this morning before you all rolled the camera, I was at the back tearing about this morning to my husband like, oh, Allah, this morning, this one said this, this, this. This mother did this, this, this. This child yesterday did this, this, this. Uh, then I'm talking about budget with rice media. <laughs> How, right? So you need to find that pockets. Mm. But then if you ask yourself, would you go back into a system that gives you a more steady income, CPF, benefits? Although the leaf not enough, as I was saying, right? The answer is no. But it's very attractive to a lot of people, right? Of course. You know, I tell people like, you hate your job, change a job, right? Yeah. You, you start a business, you hate yourself. Correct. <laughs> I love myself. It's, it's, it's very hard, like you know. It is, it it's is very, very hard. hard. It's yes, very hard. Yes. But cannot lah. I enjoy doing what I'm doing right now. Mm. And if, if people want to come onto this, and I tell the kids this as well, you know, carve your path. Mm. Yes, the, the standard way of looking at things where monies are concerned is you get a local degree, get a government job, get a bond that you serve, and you will be very steady. You will get your flat by a certain age, get married to a good Singapore boy, then you can combine your CPF and get a nice flat. Before you even get married, you already book, right? There is that standard, la, standard. <laughs> Singapore dream. Template, yeah, yeah, template. There is a template. <laughs> but the reality is, I'm telling my kids, if you're doing well, if you've got the opportunity to go overseas, go. And if you don't come back, that's fine. Why? Don't, don't turn around and look at my tears as I wave goodbye mm, because mm. I will. Mm. But if uh, something else awaits you elsewhere that gives you the worth that Singapore can't give you, go. This place is too small for you. It's too small for your dreams go. I can't. I have my parents to take care of. And I think that's a lot of people. Yes, not everyone. You know, as much as we want to like say, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Do your thing. Dream, dream big. Go dream. out there. But there are many people that objectively, Correct. from a reality standpoint, they not. just can't. Yeah. And then the filial piety, the having to take care of kids, having to manage the day-to-day -day in the hospital, in the wards, in the uh, polyclinics. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is why a lot of people are on the fence or like, oh, whether should we set up a family? Yeah. And all that, you know. And if someone is on that fence, <laughs> what, what will you tell them? Uh, if you're having doubts, then don't. <laughs> really. It's you're not, not helping our You're not helping our national service. No, eh? no I mean... <laughs> Look, it's not just based on love. It's so overrated. I love you. I marry you. Stop it lah. It's a lot. Are you ready for this? You know, it's not just a big fat wedding you're going to have. It is a big fat lifetime. And if you're ready for it, then sure. But if you're still asking can or not, take your time. No, but, you, but time. you don't feel like, you know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes you just go, right? You just go, but and you, lifetime... You don't feel that that one, no, it doesn't marriage translate. No, but is lifetime. Uh, okay, it's very okay. susan, no? It's <laughs> it lifetime. doesn't translate like that. Huh? Entrepreneur, I cannot I exit. No, marriage, uh. you want to exit very fast. Take it from me, I've exited one. So it's very, very difficult. Can still exit, but painful. So think first. And it's a lifetime. And you're mm. going to have kids. Singapore divorce is going to make you even poorer. <laughs> uh, no budgets for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no budgets for that. That's the reality. Yeah, poorer in your bank account, your CPF, your heart also very poor already after that. Like, oh. I think social status also a little bit, right? Yes, like, people yes. People do look at... They do, yeah. they do. But people also rebuild and it's hard work. Mm. But whether or not they want to, they see a lifetime with that person mm. that you want to mm. journey with. Thankfully, mm. I took on that thing and I didn't beat myself up so hard, right? But if you question, you look at the guy and you say, mm, not sure lah... 
then don't lah. Yeah. yeah. Shopping first lah. Shopping. And I think for the young and even with the kids, right? I think go go build yourself first. Go build yourself first before you build it with someone else. You need to come in into something knowing this is who I am. You love me for who I am. And it's not about my money, my money, your money. No, it's not that. <laughs> At the end of the day, whose money, whose money? It's like, you go and solve that yourself. But your identity, your accomplishments on your terms before you subject yourself to anyone's terms. We've pointed out that on some level, you are privileged in that sense, right? You run your own business. You have over time built out a support system for yourself that works. You know, and, and many people will on some level, adore your life. You know? I, I think so. I think you, you don't need to agree. It's okay. This, that's my position. Okay? Okay, I don't so need I, to agree. I, yeah, so I, I think a lot of people will will feel that. Right? But being an entrepreneur is hmm. is, is, is hard. Lah, right? I, it's I, I, hard. I think it's my hard. My rent went up. Yeah. Oh, serious? <laughs> How many percent? Oh, I'm fortunate again, 20% because I heard the landlords fortunate are Fortunate because that is like 40, no, 40 50. No, 40 to 60 is market. Yes, yes, but yes. mine is 20. But even 20 was a struggle lah because last time I used to share this unit with my husband so it was 50-50. Mm. So he went next door now I have to be a big girl and then increase then I'm like (laughs) so sometimes you ask yourself maybe I should just go online but I can't I have reasons why the space Mm -hmm. is physical I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think being an entrepreneur is beautiful that way, mm. but it has its own struggles. And I have heard in the parliament multiple times when uh, ministers come out and say that, you know, if we limit foreign workers from coming in, you know, um, because we got low birth rate, all this thing, so we need a lot of like foreign workers to come in. If we limit foreign workers from coming in, it will stifle SMEs. You know, it will, it will, mm. you are, you want our SMEs to die. Mm. You know, so so they have kind of like match it together. Mm. I want to ask you, like, is this a true statement for you? I like, think it's without too foreign workers, yeah. it's too simplistic. Yeah. I think there is a lot of complexity in running a business, and where manpower is concerned, yes, it is a problem, and not just. With me, I mean, I have a different work, uh, um, a different uh, business model. But with uh, friends who are also fellow entrepreneurs, manpower is an issue uh, in getting locals uh, to work for them. Uh, yes, they hire from around the region, but it's not a one plus one equals to two issue. And I think much as we want to be able to offer opportunities for our locals, it also comes at a cost because our locals expect a certain yeah. uh, you know benchmark where salaries are concerned. And that's not to say we are cheapskates that only want to hire. I, I am like, I don't lay a lot of budget. La, so very chalat. <laughs> so I upstart, you know, very chalat. No, no, no big budget. But yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and it's not that easy. So mm. even in hiring a part-timer, for example, in my space, right? I'd like to think it's not just about how much we give them in terms of the dollars and cents, but it's also the attitude of the people that come into our space and how they can also give us in terms of the enthusiasm in learning, mm. in wanting to be a part of uh, the brand value and so on and so forth. And that's something that I'm not feeling on the ground with mm. employing others. So mm. I've become quite like, and because I'm such a small entity, right? It's just me. And I have my part-timers on weekends. My daughter has started coming on board and working with us. So I'm not doing child labor. I'm paying her. People ask me, are you paying your daughter? Of course, I'm paying my daughter. La, market rate, la, okay, right? Okay. Later um, we phone in, daughter come. She's coming. She's <laughs> actually. She, Omira is coming. Welcome, she's not daughter. <laughs> she's coming today to, to do her schoolwork here. But it's that. It's how do we perceive the value of people 
when they come and work for us or when we want to work for someone, what is that value that we bring both ways? Yeah, yeah. So, so and the thing is, I don't disagree with that, right? Mm. And as an entrepreneur, I know the realities, you know, I, I would love to pay people a little bit better, but I just can't, you know, okay. it's just very hard. But I also understand that if I don't pay the people properly, they cannot live a life, you know, and, and they can't feed off brand value, you know, yeah. like, it's like, oh yeah, great, feel good, uh, but then, Makan, right? Mm. So they have to they have to eat, you know. And that is becomes this very complex, like like what you say, it's not it's one plus complex, one. It's a very complex yeah. web, you know, where it's like on one end as an entrepreneur, you, you you want to have a decent profit so that you can do all these mm. things that you want to do. But on the other end, you know, it's locals are, are very expensive to hire. Mm. That is true. But then if we bring in truckloads of foreigners, which we did past two decades. Mm. And work has been done. You mm. look at all the phenomena, right? And then yeah. all these social situations. So so it's it feels a little bit like a then if, uh, we, if we view it that way, there really isn't a simple solution either. Like. There is not. There That's why I asked you, Ma. Mm. Yes. There isn't <laughs> unless there is support for entrepreneurs to be able to, a grant of sorts where manpower is concerned. Actually, there's a lot. There are. Tech grants. A lot, a lot. Like internship you know? also got grant. Everything also yeah, got grant. Got a lot. You know, but I tell you, the truth is, right, I can hire a professional abroad and do a great work. Here, I got all the grant to hire newbies, right? Because I get it, right? The government wants young people to work and all that. So they give us the grant. Yes. Right? And I had to take care of all of them. Yeah, when you're doing double the work. Like yeah, and then my, I'm an upstart, right? So it's quite hard for me. So it's, it's like this, like... So how do you how do you solve this thing? I bring the job abroad. <laughs> I have to outsource some stuff. I have mm. no choice. The numbers don't match up. So that is just the current reality. Down the road, it may change. Hmm. Which probably explains that I'm happy where I am because my batik makers are Indonesians. Uh. My team of makers are Indonesians. I'm only just selling down here. Mm. And I can own self, stand here and sell with mm. the help of part-timers. But the work is done all there. Can you imagine if we were to make batik here, sewing here, I cannot sustain. So yes, you're right. It's impossible. <sighs> but if cannot, then next thing. Lah. Mm. I mean, what is the cost of failure, right? Do we see this as a failure? on our part or the failure of a system that can't support us. If we fail, we fail, we pick up and go do some, do something else. Go sell SIM cards or something. <laughs> I don't know. Why SIM card? I don't know. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. Cups. Okay, tea. okay. Fair, fair. I, I get it. I get it. It is like, it is a hard problem. I don't envy the government. You know, although, I think got no solution yeah, yeah, It's no that, simple yeah. solution. Again, it's a mindset. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a way yeah, we yeah, view yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, like, I also think of system problem. Like, but that one is a, it's a much longer discussion. Right? Uh, yeah, systemic issues are uh, until the cows come home and pigs fly, it will forever be there, you know? <laughs> because systemic issues have been around since before you guys were born. Mm -hmm. And if things have not changed, then clearly something is very, very wrong. Who mm. is not listening? Mm -hmm. The ground has spoken until the ground has cracked. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And people have left this space and we are still struggling with systemic issues. That needs to change. I think people in positions of power need to listen, to be on the ground and not to be thinking of policies that would only benefit utopia of in their lens. No. But, but haven't we already established that some of these things are just really complicated? Yes, but I don't want to go into a situation where we think there's no solution. Got so solution, but principle. whether we are willing to bite the bullet and have that difficult conversation mm. on the ground and face the reality and admit to certain shortcomings and mistakes that have been made along the way, that is the challenge. That is the cost. Because a lot of times we are so afraid to sit down and say, hey, 
Sorry, that was a wrong turn. Let's go stun a bit. Okay, let me hear you out. This is what we need? Okay, let's try it. And again, just like the entrepreneur, let's try it. What's the, what's the worst that can happen? It fails. It fails, we go stun again, and we try again. And I think that's what we're ready for. Try lah. Hear us out. Try something new. If it doesn't work, then it's okay. It's, it's not fail-proof. Yeah, Fair, fair. Well, I'm going to give you the hardest question, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, shit, so, that one so, already very hard. <clears throat> you know, give me yeah. harder one. Yeah, it's, it's the hardest one, right? So if you are in a position of power today, mm. it's you, huh? You, yeah. can, you can make the decision. I will never be in a position of power. <laughs> <laughs> Stop no, no, it, no, no, I'm not letting you sleep. Huh? <laughs> so, so, so if it's you, and this is the problem, we got fertility problem, you know, and it's tied to economic growth mm. and there's social challenges on the ground, what are some things that you will do? I think you have to probably get together and ask what the problem is lah, and listen out to the ground as to why. You are getting a view from me, but I may not be representative of the struggles of a young person to understand why you need to have children. I would like to understand why as well. I think we need to be in a position of power that knows, acknowledges that you don't know everything. You may run a country, but you don't know everything. And you need to bring yourself to that level of humility to li really listen to why the young people feel no need. And if it's important for the country, how would you communicate this without making us feel like we are an economic pawn that's being moved around? I think that needs to be communicated so that there is a certain motivation to buy into wanting to have kids. The reality is bleak. It's expensive. I have no time. So many things I want to build my career. But we acknowledge that having children does bring a certain level of joy to your individual being. But how do we then communicate this? Some, kind of, some form of a campaign that allows us to understand it without a lot of these campaigns. And they just shove it in your face, you know. And then after that, your wombs get very triggered because, ha, huh, don't talk to my womb this way. You don't want that either, right? So it isn't, right or not, you sit in the MRT and then they're talking about eggs. There was once, you know, the campaign was eggs, like something about eggs. And I'm like, ow. <laughs> and I hate this to say this, but I think we've lost a lot of heart in the way we do things. Lah, mm. Because we want it to be translated to dollars and cents products, mm. right? But we're not, you see. We're not products of economic success. We're not. So you think a little bit of a wastage is okay, is good. So it's not about just efficient one, because there's some things they cannot measure. One is another man's treasure, you know. So someone might pick that up and just move along and do something great with it. But I think at the end of the day, it needs to be something that hits the individuals concerned in the right place. Not to force them and say, hey, get your wombs going, get your brother swimming, come on, you know. We can't be Wait, doing that. that? Yeah, get your brother's <laughs> swimming campaign, right? We can't be doing that. It's distasteful, yeah, I don't right? Know. I don't know. But we need to get into the core of why you have to start listening. Okay. And when you listen, what are you going to do with what people are saying? Mm. You don't go and listen and then after that, you do something else that completely doesn't cross path. Then you, the people whom you've spoken to would feel, hey, did you even hear me out? Mm. I said this, but I didn't mean that. I didn't mean flash my wombs on MRT stations. No. Mm. And that's something that is going to take time, maybe a lot of money. But it's uh, worth it, in your view. Because the truth is, you can't buy faith. You can't buy someone's faith to give you what you want. You've got to find your way. It might be a bit longer. Okay, okay. Hmm. Okay, last question. I give you a okay. last question. I think for a lot of young people, you know, this is the reality that we play in, right? And if you had an advice for them, figuring out life, you know, having been through all that, yeah, what 
what would that be? I think you've got to give yourself time to to find yourself. And this is not a cheesy like, oh, find yourself, go for a retreat. No, it's not that. It's just, it's it's so fast-paced right now, right? You, you lose track of what you're doing, why you're doing, why you're doing. Sometimes when you ask why you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing, like you, you know, startup and all that, right? It's painful, but you have got to bite that and just roll with the grit, with grit, roll with it and give yourself some time before you, you want to do that, that next thing. Mm. Sometimes we want to faster, 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 faster. Take your time. Go against that, that pace that, that we're at and you'll find something that would excite you, something you enjoy doing. You're probably enjoying what you're doing right now. I do. Absolutely, I do. right? I enjoy the people, people. And the people on the team, you know, behind the camera, they absolutely enjoy what yeah, they're doing. Yeah. I think that it's a luxury we don't realise that not everyone has, that you come in doing something you truly love. I truly love what I'm doing. Even though some days my sales is like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, where's everybody? Why are they not coming here? Yeah, yeah. Um, why is my campaign not working? But it's that joy that you find doing what you're doing. Um, and that joy can die off. Yeah. It can. And is that fine? You've got to find again that. Yeah. And I think it's also that space. We've we've grown up in a space that frowns on failure. I think we need to allow ourselves to fail. Mm. Mm. So that's important. Because what's the worst thing that can happen when you fail? You just uh, cry, say a curse word, a bad word, and then you move on and be stronger and whatever hell you want to do next. Lah. Mm. Right? But you need to fail. Yeah. Mm. Fair, fair. But you also must make money, yeah? Right? Yeah, la. Ah, okay. You see, la, you yeah, yeah. come back to must make money. Yeah, this is my channel. Money you know? will this come. Is, yeah, yeah, money yeah. will okay, come. Okay, money okay. will come. You put in the right effort, money will come. Money everywhere also can mm. can do. You mm. can sell anything also. Mm. Like I said, SIM card also, you can make money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for your time. Lovely, lovely. Thank Yay. you very much, Reggie. Nice, nice. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this budget series brought to you by Rice Media and The Financial Folk. And if you like what we do, like, share, subscribe, follow our socials. Everything is in the description below. And meanwhile, take care. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,